if you're eating organic food that was grown in a field that was right next to a conventional field, when they spray, it, it sprayed here, but the wind blew and it blew it here. And here's the organic field over here. And so you get exposed through not only eating foods that are not organic, but eating foods that might be contaminated. The information provided in this podcast is educational and not intended to diagnose or treat medical conditions. Are you struggling with bloating, gas, constipation, and fatigue, but don't know what's causing these problems? The Gut Health Reset Podcast with Dr. Anne-Marie Barter dives deep into the root causes behind these issues that start in the gut. This podcast will give you the knowledge you need to heal your gut and reset your health. Today, my special guest is Dr. Wendy Trubo. She is an MD, MBA. She is a functional medicine gynecologist. She received her MBA from Tufts University in 2000 and has been practicing functional medicine since 2009. After all these years, she is still passionate about helping women optimize their health and their lives. While her credentials show that she's a solid medical backdrop to help women achieve vitality, her own health journey has been inspired and supported her methods of care. Through her struggles with mold, metal toxicity, celiac disease, and a variety of other health conditions, she has developed a deep sense of compassion for what her patients are facing. When she is not helping her patients in her practice, Five Journeys, you can find her alongside her husband and their four kids creating a ecosystem in their yard that provides nourishment to both their body and soul. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. It is awesome to have you here today. Thanks, Amory. Great to be here. All right. So uh, on continuing our series where we're kind of breaking this down into just a little smaller, little mini chunks, uh, I want to get into pesticides and how they're going to impact the gut and also other systems in the body. So, so first, um, what are pesticides? Pesticides are substances that are put on crops to help them do a number of things, either avoid pests, avoid inf avoid infections, avoid being eaten by different variant variable insects or animals. It's a deterrent that helps the plant grow from a seedling to a final plant. All right, and, and how are, I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but how are we getting these into our bodies? Yeah. So the most, the clearest way is we're eating food that was either that was sprayed with these pesticides. That's the most common way. However, there's some, another subtle way that people might not think about, which is if you're eating organic food that was grown in a field that was right next to a conventional field, when they spray the most commonly used herbicide in the, in the world is actually glyphosate. And when they spray it drifts. So it, it sprayed here, but the wind blew and it blew it here. And here's the organic field over here. And so you get exposed through not only eating foods that are not organic, but eating foods that might be contaminated, such as chickpeas. A lot of chickpeas, even organic, are contaminated. So you have to be careful because even though it's organic, it, it could still contain an herbicide, pesticide, insecticide. And there's you know, no way to know unless you test it yourself. You know, I had a conversation this week. I, I feel like I have this conversation at least every two weeks. And 
Um, do I, 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 I have folks that ask me, do I really need to eat organic? Is it that yes. much better? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So glyphosate alone, glyphosate, there are like hundreds, maybe thousands of studies on it. It's you, it clearly disrupts the microbiome which has a whole host of downstream issues for people's health. And then independently, it's a risk factor for four separate lymphocytic driven cancers. And so uh, it, yes, I, I would say it's, it's the data is pretty clear and, and that's only glyphosate. There are other pesticides that act as endocrine disruptors and pro-cancer causing agents too. So yeah, I do think, I do think it's, it's important. So I mean, do you, can you go into a little bit more on what they do to our, our microbiome in our gut? Yeah. So it can cause disruption of all comers. So bloating, gas, diarrhea, constipation, imbalance in the, in the gut flora. So think of your gut like this beautiful garden and there you can grow certain bacteria that are like, I call them weeds. They don't belong there. They're not helping you. They're not making the garden better. And in sometimes they can actually be invasive. And so when you disrupt this beautiful garden, you can have inappropriate bacteria grow. And that then leads to things like oversecretion of beta glucuronidase, which is what we touched on in another one of these discussions and uh, imbalances in the probiotics. So you may not digest your food as well. You may have growth of bacteria where it shouldn't otherwise known as SIBO. So it's uh, growth of bac appropriate bacteria in an inappropriate place in the small bowel. So it, there's a lot of consequences that can happen for people. So many people struggle with bloating, bowel issues, brain fog, fatigue. You might not even have any gut issues, but did you know the cause of it could be food sensitivities or gut infections? What I have done is I have brought a talented functional nutritionist into my practice. We have very similar training in the nutritional world. And her name is Alexis Appleberry. She is awesome. So you can head on over to our website, Alt ALT, FAM, FAM, Med, MED. And have a consultation with her and schedule so that she can help you get to the root cause of your problems. Absolutely. And, and how do we build back our gut after we have been exposed to these pesticides? That's really a great, a great place to start, Emory. So it's really important to do your best to minimize exposure. So that is eating organic as often as much as possible and just making it the way like we eat organic period. Then the next part of that is ensuring that you get not too much processed food. You know, Michael Pollan really said it best, eat food, real food, not too much. So if it, if you have a whole list of ingredients, that's a problem. Basically the ingredients would be zucchini or eggplant or tomatoes, whatever that is. So try to have it be as minimally processed because not only do you get the glyphosate when you eat grains, but when you start to add all these different ingredients, you're getting a lot of sources of potentially contaminated foods. So don't eat, try to avoid grains because that'll decrease your exposure to glyphosate. Eat organic, that will decrease exposure to glyphosate and other pesticides and try to eat minimally processed foods so that you're not adding a whole bunch of other, other things into the mix. 
If you can't pronounce it, don't eat Not it. Food. Not food. <laughs> Not food. Awesome. And then, um, so, so building our gut back after we're exposed, um, what, what do you think of with that after being exposed to glyphosate? I mean, we're basically exposed to glyphosate ongoingly. So I'm a huge proponent of espilardi and a, and a broad spectrum of lactobacillus probiotics, both from food. You know, there are yogurts, tons of yogurts that have it. I just always say to people, you don't want to eat the sugar yogurt because that's, you know, giving with one hand and taking away with the other. So you really want to watch your sugar intake because that will also serve as a toxin for the gut and throw off the microbiome, but okay. Assume you're getting your probiotics from unsweetened yogurt, or you can take a pill. And then Espilardi is a protective mold strain that helps balance out the gut too. Mm -hmm. I have actually a funny story about yogurt. I picked up um, some yogurt and I almost get, you know, I exclusively get no sugar, nothing. And it had like five grams of sugar in it. And I was like, what is this? This is so sweet. And generally, you know, you have a lot of yogurts that have 15 yeah. grams of sugar or just really, really high amounts of sugar. And that's a really sneaky one because most people do not realize how sweet they are. So they're really sweet. So Very I would recommend good point not only unsweetened, but I mean, this isn't really part of it, but artificial sweeteners also disrupt the microbiome. And so you don't want to get a sweetened yogurt with artificial sweeteners, even if they're natural, like stevia or monk fruit, because they're also training the body to taste for sugar. And then it also, there's a philosophy or idea that when you eat the, sh when you eat something that's sweet, your body thinks that sugar's coming. So you put out a load of insulin but no sugar comes. So you don't have that spike, but you have the insulin. So now you have a plummet in your blood sugar and now you're craving and hungry. And it, it actually looks like it leads to actually more intake than if you just had either no sugar or something that was truly sugar, which I don't recommend go for no, no or low sugar, but it's, it's worse to do the artificial flavors and colors. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and, and sharing your knowledge on pesticides in the gut. My pleasure. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Thank you for listening to the Gut Health Reset Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and a review so more people can hear about the podcast. And hey, take a screenshot of this episode and tag Dr. Anne-Marie on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Anne-Marie Barter. And for more resources, just visit DrAnneMarieBarter.com.